Hi, everybody. My name is Colin, a.k.a. Tessantius Thalindril. Did you really think Tess was going to die? If so, shame on you. Nah, I'm just kidding. There's really no reason I should be alive. Last time on What the Fumble, I channeled the power of a badass trilby to finally get us somewhere safe for a well-deserved rest. But, however safe we might think the party is, they will never escape from me wanting to talk about our feelings. So, buckle up for your favorite horror drama sitcom in episode 49 of What the Fumble, Arrested Development. My partner took the next step in our relationship. It's a big one, and uh, oh, oh, big oh, announcement! Wow. Oh. Um, uh, Did you kiss her? I mean, we played Monopoly. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. oh, shit! Yeah. Oh, what? so it's over. Yeah. No, and you see, Just, that's the point. We're we're huh. explicit, right? <laughs> we get that e. Yeah, we're eighteen plus, right? Like, yeah. Geez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good lord, what were you thinking? I know, right? Um, uh, but no, we we played Monopoly. We didn't kill each other at the end. Um, I'm very impressed, and uh, we're better for it. it oh, was, so uh, Monopoly Junior? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what somebody trying to form an alibi would say. <laughs> Do you guys play with any weird house rules? Do you have a weird Monopoly house um, rule? I mean, I've got some beef with some house rules, but I'm uh, no, none with the house rules that I played. I'm, You're uh, a by the book kind of monopoly guy. Not, not at all. I'm a, the few house rules that we played with was um, uh, like apparently free parking doesn't exist as a matter of the actual rules as written. There's nothing in the middle, which I think is total bullshit. There's always something in the middle. Um, some people put 500 in the middle. Uh, my girlfriend's family, what they do is they put 100 in the middle, and then when you land on it, um, uh, you take the 100, and then the next time it's 200, 300, 400. It keeps going up and up and up. And obviously, from chance cards, you know, community chest, luxury tax, income tax, all that jazz goes in the middle as well. Who? Oh, so oh, if, I, if you pull a chance card and get money, you have to put it in the middle. Well, no, no, no. If you have to pay. Like, you don't pay the bank. Oh, you if you pay. pay. The middle. You, so, oh, you pay the middle. Exactly. Gotcha. And then exactly. free parking picks all of it up. Correct. That is insane. That's yep. some fucking bullshit, right? Well, there. listen, you could be completely last to get that, and then boom, you win. Well, listen, the big listen, it, uh, the way she views it, and the way I view it as well, uh, is that yes, the lottery exists in the real world. So too must it exist in capitalism. Oh man, and I, guess what? There's nothing more true than I cannot make rent. The only way I will make rent is if I win the lottery. Miles, stop attacking me. We haven't started combat. <laughs> so can we expect to see an updated Tinder profile from you next week? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I think I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Colin, any weird Monopoly house rules? Oh, geez. Um, it, it was less... Yeah, I guess it's house rules. Um, I haven't played Monopoly since I was like a kid, but it was like nerfed down Monopoly... Um, the, the, like, the last thing I remember about playing Monopoly is I had, like, a bunch of properties just because I got lucky and didn't know what I was doing. Topical. Um, (laughs) but people would be like, 
all right, oh, no, I landed on your boardwalk. And I'm like, it's okay, just give me 50 bucks, you know, whatever you can afford. Don't worry about it. Or you'd negotiate rent. Yeah, and, like, I, di- I don't think I truly understood what winning Monopoly meant. I was like, I think it ends if everyone's happy at the end of the night, because it, we would never finish a game of Monopoly. Like, sure. one person would have one corner of the board, I would have another corn corner, and then everyone else was just, like, going around and being like, Okay, um, I only have $150. I know I'm supposed to pay two grand, but can I give you 20? That's such a great... I feel like that's a good adolescent Colin way of dealing with (laughs) the game of Monopoly. That is exactly... Oh no, it's back! It's back! (laughs) Still in the house. The trilby is going on over the headphones. That's, that's, uh, That's nice. So Monopoly to you really was just having a good old time and playing with some little plastic houses. Yeah. That's fun. David, uh, you, do you use the same crazy house rules as Miles? Uh, no, no, no. It was the complete opposite. It would make it more painful. And that is like... You cut I, off a finger every time you well, pass go. Let him finish. Well, yeah. No, it was kind of more of the long lines of if you couldn't pay the rent for whatever reason, then it's like, okay, take a shot of hot sauce oh. or something like that oh. instead and so you're then, saying you can't pay the rent. I'm sure we can figure something out. Some alternative payment. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it was like, and then if you couldn't do that either, or you didn't want to, then you tapped out. Well, and that's also kind of the reason why, and, and for those of you who don't know, um, uh, there's a few uh, Bud Light Limes uh, kicking around on the table, and why, when I walked in, I balked at it, because one of the payments that we had to do was a, like, sitting in the sun like warm, open, flat Bud Light Lime. If you couldn't pay rent, you had to take a drink of that. Gross. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, are we going to get sponsored? Nope, nope, no, we're not. Nope. We're going to get sued. <laughs> I mean, we got an air fryer. We can re- reenact that yeah, anytime no, thanks. you want. Nah, nah, right. I'm good. <laughs> but what about you, Justin? Nope. Never All right, played Monopoly. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I never really played uh, House Rules. I don't think. It's been so long since I've actually played a game in Monopoly that honestly, I don't know if I was using weird house rules or not. Probably because I remember the game taking like an hour or two top. So something must have been going on, right? <laughs> but I was honestly so young that I don't, even, I don't even remember. I haven't played a single game of Monopoly in my adult life, I don't think. I think honestly, God, the last time I played Monopoly, I was probably like 10. <laughs> you flip a two-hour glass, and once that's done, everybody just says, fuck it, we all won, and walk away. We just say, eat the rich. Yep. And <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Is that your house rule? No, no. Last do you time, have any? Yeah. Last, any weird Monopoly rules? Last time I played Monopoly, we tried to do it very much by the rules. Uh, it was uh, the, the lady and I at uh, at our favorite local uh, microbrew, and uh, I'm surprised she still lets us do this podcast here because I kicked her ass. <laughs> Man. So uh, yeah, if 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 we're not here next week, it's because I won Monopoly. Sorry, listeners, <laughs> and especially Justin <laughs> and kind of you guys. <laughs> Maybe. We should change the subject. (laughs) (laughs) Don't bring up Yahtzee. She will rush out here. I mean, I feel like as kids, like, if you were playing with house rules, you wouldn't know because your parents are just the ones really, like, giving you the rules. That's how I feel. Like, I kind of feel like I must have been playing with house rules because I really do remember it just, it's just kind of thing that... We'd sit down after supper, and somehow we were done playing the game before Jeopardy came on. So it's like, <laughs> I think uh, we were using some weird yeah, kind of so house rules. Too. I think I won. No Wheel of Fortune's on. Keep going for another 20 minutes. <laughs> 
Uh, you know what game I do like to play? What is that? Bear murder? D and D. D and D. You guys want to play some D and D? Hell yeah! I'm still alive. Woo. Yeah, Woo. no, that's right. I suppose it was a feisty bear fight. That really was. I'm sure you came to uh, the session this week with a lot less. Just uh, a little less stress. A little str- less stress in your stride, for sure. I was dancing the whole week. We're all glad you made it through that roll. It got pretty dicey, though, huh? Pretty dicey. Uh, (laughs) Have we done that one yet? Actually, I don't think we have. That's, Uh, yeah. Well, let's run it into the ground, boys. Let's do it ten more times. All right, right, right. let's saunter our way through. (laughs) (laughs) Saunter our way into these Because that hasn't been drilled into the ground yet. (laughs) D&D. You guys were busy. I guess we, we, the scene opens up with the sound of a desk <laughs> awkwardly being moved out of the way. All right, everyone. All, all four of us are here. Who's moving that fucking desk? <laughs> you move the desk out of the way to exit this room finally after taking a long rest. If you guys haven't, uh, re-upped your things yet take a moment to do that you're long rested nothing horrible happens throughout the night oh thank god (laughs) and now we find ourselves kind of at a new crossroads i mean last week the question was where do we rest and that kind of ended up in a big old rp session because you guys really hadn't had the chance to sit down as a party and talk at all since uh the night before when Merlin disappeared, as many sessions as it's been, it was a very short amount of time in game. It was the first time you had uh, a chance to really sit down and, and hash some of that out. Things got pretty deep. But now that the long rest is over and you're feeling a little bit better, uh, time of day outside, it's like, you know, the sun is almost fully set. Uh, if you remember, you guys are on like a weird night shift kind of schedule very close to completely dark outside. But now the question comes up of what now? We've debated it a little bit in the past. There's some different opinions on the table. I remember Lustra, I think it was a few weeks back, making the argument that we've got Diamond. We have enough of it for Van Richten and ourselves. Why are we still here? And it was Lenara made the argument that if there's something horrible down there, we should at least uh, try to stop it or at the very least go check it out and, you know, give it the old college try at the very least. So there's different opinions on the table. What are we going to do? What is the next step when you finally take the desk out of the way? Which takes like a solid five minutes of screeching, by the way. <laughs> Immediately go check the shroud and see if the other noisy desk we put in front of it is still in place. <laughs> yeah, still early enough in the night that uh, I mean, it certainly hasn't moved all the way to the entrance of the mine. Again, like the intersection that you know it's at is like hundreds of feet away. As far as you can tell, it hasn't moved we can, yet tonight. We can still exit this place without trying to squeak by a desk and a shroud. <laughs> as far as we know. So. It is. Um, I know Salash would definitely be very much in team. Let's get the hell out of this bottle-born, you know, mining co. Uh, area and get back to get back to get some spuma vitae. That's his, that's his thoughts, for sure. 
It's funny, you were all about treasure the night last time. What? I think you mentioned that uh, we're finding some dope shit here. I think he said that at the end of the Roper fight, and he was like, we should take a look behind this door just because it was guarding something. Oh, okay. But all you, right. You're like, all right, I'm, do- I'm done with this shit. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. Especially after a Roper. It's Slash. Come on, man. <laughs> okay. Good, good, good. Well, that's one for exit. Uh, Looster is still on the same side of we got what we need. Let's just get out of here. It's tantalizing to go and delve deeper, but we have bigger fish to fry, and time is a factor. I say... There's going to be a lot of hesitation in our minds. But let's try and find that. Let's save that dwarf from under that ogre. Just one more try. And then we can leave. <laughs> Tess sort of like looks out of the mine shaft just as we're, or like the mine itself, as I'm assuming we were checking to see if there was a layer of mist. And she says, the roads during the day was dangerous enough. I mean, the night has just fallen. Are we sure we want to risk taking a four-hour journey through unknown terrain in the pitch dark of night in a domain of dread. At the very least, the mine is the evil we know. Looster looks at the torch, realizes he's the only one without dark vision. <laughs> uh, you may have a point there. Got that bullseye lantern. Oh, does it have a command word to turn it on and off? Uh, I don't know if it's uh, it can be a command word. Yeah, sure. I don't want to, like, limit it to uh, verbal components, uh, but mm. yeah, yep, sure. I'll see why not. <laughs> Doingle. You can you certainly know how to turn it on and off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, that's true. We also have to remember we don't know what the shrouds are going to do overnight though. Wait, before we move on, I think it's important that we establish whether or not Doingle is the command word. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. I vote I vote yes. Yeah, that's a that's a that's an emphatic yes. Yeah. Okay, sure. All right, All right Doingle. <laughs> Sorry. Excellent. Sorry David, it's on you. My fault, buddy, continue. (laughs) That's Dwarven for Light, for the record. Roxanne, you don't need to put on the red, Doingle. (laughs) Roxanne does sound like a Dwarven song. It does. Yeah, but my point being is, like, time is a bit of a factor, and I'm pretty sure while it is evil we know versus evil we don't, I feel like we can handle the road between here and there. It is, yes, it's four hours, but, like, Things could still come in to the cave after the fact of us going deeper, and then we're going into another bear situation on the way out. Do we want to risk that again? For what's under that dwarf? Kind of. <laughs> um, my major concern time-wise is uh, how safe Van Richten is, but you just let us know how badass you think your father is there, uh, Lustra. And Son of a bitch. <laughs> It's we we will base our timing based on how uh, awesome you think your father is. <laughs> One sec. I love him so much. Let, let me take these strings. Dance, little Lustra, dance. <laughs> Lustra, my emotional intelligence may be nil, but even I can see you miss your dad. I do, but <laughs> <sighs> I, I still I'm still of the mentality that we should we should head out. I reiterate, it's like just down the hall. Like, 60 feet. Just one push. We'll see if we move that ogre. If it doesn't work, let's leave. I tried so many times. We gotta go for it. You're rested. Let's do it. Sunk cost fallacy! <laughs> you can see Slash's shoulder slump and his head goes back like a... Oh. <laughs> I, need, I need to reinvigorate my pride as a dragon lord. I can move this ogre body. <laughs> All right, we'll roll the giant cave bear over to the ogre and then use that as leverage somehow. 
What's changed for Lenora to make her change her mind? I'm just curious. Oh, uh, the fact that um, it's a one and done, literally, it's just down the hall, and knowing, seeing the nuances of the mine and the things that have grown in it, like the mimics themselves seem to have scuttled in, the bear itself scuttled in, the roper itself, like the the things we're facing have almost nothing to do with the mine at this point besides the goblins and ogres we came in first to. So there's still a lot of aftermath to the Bottleborn mine that if I can get a little bit of an answer, I'll be happy with. And you're just hoping you'll get the answer from that dwarf under the body. Well, if anything, he can rest in peace not being buried under six feet of ogre. But no longer willing to go any further in to find out. Why do you ask? I'm just, no, t- I'm just legit. <laughs> you were tantalizing. No, just, I'm legitimately curious. You were uh, kind of leading the charge she, on going down there. She would like to know, but especially after the bear, after the roper, after the um, draining of resources, after the time spent, that's eight hours plus desk moving mm-hmm. <laughs> that things are happening in the city without us knowing what's going on. So, so legit, if, if we don't push this ogre and, and find our uh, MacGuffin, she's like, you know what? Hopefully it'll get trapped down here. Uh, if not, really, if what's in here is worse than what's tearing this domain of dread apart, well, then we've got just a different BBEG to fight. So, you know, if, if, if we can't go further, I'm good to go. To, uh... to get some spuma. So, yeah, you guys would be heading to uh, the Weaver's Guild Farms. Mm-hmm. Yep. The that swamps behind there to get some spuma. Uh, nothing like a swamp in the middle of the night, eh, Colin? Ah, oh, it's the best. Mm. <laughs> I uh, would love that. Just pulling a little lustra here. I would love that farm. <laughs> um, Who knows? Maybe beyond that uh, weird fireball trap is a lake full of spuma. We could never know. <laughs> there has been a lot of uh, water stagnant in here. Yeah, and I mean, the further down we go, the more stagnant it could be. You yeah. guys can't see it, but Justin is stifling a smile so hard right now, just watching us all tantalizingly just freak the hell out. This this sounds like somebody's gone, fuck, where are my maps for this? <laughs> well, I mean... Are you saying I'm unprepared? I'm not saying you're unprepared. What's Sounds the like opposite it. of inspiration? <laughs> the DM will remember this. <laughs> Sounds like it. Tell I'm, you what, that was a fantastic uh, roleplay session last week, though. Lustra, Slash, Tess, you should all take inspiration for it. Wait! <laughs> oh, you know what? Worth it. Worth it for fake shitting on Justin. I will take it. Uh, that not- was real inspiration, boys, <laughs> oh, by the way. Oh! <laughs> he... He's not unprepared. He just doesn't want to deal with our shit. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, a swamp at night. Like, that's, I don't... <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Justin's voice through Tess. <laughs> but no, really, though. Yeah, no, like, I, I agree. That's a good point. At the very least, we we know that what the trap is at the bottom of this mine. We know that we've basically cleared everything up to this point. We're going in completely full. If we can, like, even look and examine this trap, maybe we could find a way to not set it off. Or, at the very least, we know a workaround. 
in well not a workaround per se but like if if i were to go in take the dodge action and then activate the thing there's a decent chance i make the save and then someone heals me if i go down anyway exactly and then it's just me who's taken the hit as opposed to all of us and then we would have the three of you at completely full and then me at mostly full to deal with whatever these dwarves found that was greedy and deep greedily and deeply and like we got a lot of money at the practically the entrance of this mine can you imagine what would be deeper yeah but then you also have to remember we have to come back that way as well and whatever's down there would probably hit like a roper so then for us to come back to a fireball trap that could tpk us well i mean it we know we also know how long we have it's it resets after an hour so we have we have an hourglass we flip it and there's visual cues it's not like it's ambiguous no fair i just feel like this is like a rick and morty moment like like 20 minute adventure <laughs> no, let's go <laughs> three days later <laughs> exactly that that that's kind of where i feel this is going i don't know miles the player would like to go deeper but slash and his endless pragmatism would be like we got what we came for and much like lustra let's get the hell out god why are we twins <laughs> <laughs> yeah Reiterate. that's why let's push an ogre see how it goes Mm-hmm. If there's clues, it'll keep us going further. If not, or we fail at it, let's get some pond scum. That that will be my compromise. We'll go for pushing the ogre, and if something leads us down more, then Looster will be on team delve du- delve deeper. But if there's nothing there, we're going to the uh, swamps. All right, sounds like All a right. compromise. I'm cracking open both of these things chests, by the way. <laughs> the ogre and the dwarf? Heck yeah. All right. Gonna taunt on it. <laughs> All right. Why didn't we do a long rest in that? <laughs> so you guys make your way back to the room where this poor dwarf is stuck under an ogre. Lots of time was spent trying to get this little guy out from under here. If I remember right, you like cut an arm off the ogre. Yup. And where I think the next step was just go right through. Just work your way through from the middle. (laughs) I suppose I'll save you guys the trouble this time of trying over and over and over again. I feel like I got what I wanted out of it (laughs) already. My desires have been fulfilled. I do like think it does take you a long time, though. There's a, <laughs> yeah. It's messy. We it just takes couldn't figure it a out. A lot of different maneuvering. It's a lot slicker from all the arm blood that leaked out that's while it. we were resting. That's it. You come at it from a bunch of different angles before you really figure it out. But eventually, the arm of the dwarf breaks off and gets pulled out from under the yogurt. And then after another little while, the rest of them gets pulled out from under there. All of that desk moving really played off, paid off. Yeah, well, no, I can feel it in my lats. <laughs> uh, his, he's got a war pick okay. uh, that seems to be what gave the killing blow to the ogre. Uh, as you're like pulling the body out from under there, it like rips the ogre's stomach open like a bloated dead whale corpse, and there's just, like yeah. a bunch of horrible gases <laughs> fill the room. <laughs> it's awesome. Poison immunity. <laughs> Been in a university locker room, it's fine. He's got some very ogre blood stained chainmail. If anyone else wants more chainmail, chain shirt, sorry. 
And what uh, were you looking for anything in particular? No. How many charges does the wand of detect magic have? Have yeah. we used it on this already? Just rolled it. It is back up to full. So I will burn one if you want. I mean, like, I don't know. Too late. Already Kay. dead. <laughs> Why not? Live your best life. Then mm. first resource spent. With no yield. Oh. No results. I'm going to look at everything in the next 10 minutes. Sure. I mean, it's close enough that if you kind of steady jogged, you could probably make it put, down. Uh, yeah, make it down to that uh, fireball room, set it off, and detect what the hell's going on with the rune. So, are you sure there's not enough time to go back to um, Doctor Heinfroth's building and check that <laughs> second level? <laughs> there's always enough time to go back to Dominia. All right, I'm tabling that. <laughs> um, if not, I just really want to know what's up, what's down those stairs. We gotta go. We made a decision. We have to stick with it. Do we though? You don't. <laughs> to nature go. Uh, nature goo nature goo Tess will like be moonwalking the whole way out of the mine just like looking longingly in the direction of that freaking fireball trap (laughs) Mm, yes more burnt hair (laughs) I'm just saying like we have we know a workaround now we didn't uh, okay all right out of the cave I've been outvoted Unfortunately, it's characters over players because I want to delve into the heck out of that. Three quarters at least wanna of players want to go. But unfortunately, characters. Let's see if I can tempt you one more time. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Because as you guys get to the entrance of the cave, now that you've spent a decent amount of time trying to wriggle that damn dwarf body out from under that ogre... Reiterate, it was really messy and you had to try a lot of times. Took 48 hours. When you, I'm assuming we're still in the same marching order, uh, so Looser is probably uh, the first to hear the noise of people outside of the cave. There's like, sounds like there's stuff being dragged around, maybe. There's noise outside of the cave. Uh, Looser is in the lead with the bullseye lantern. It's dark outside essentially middle of the night. What do you want to do? I instantly turn off the lantern. Good call. And turn around and gesture to where I assume my friends are. <laughs> uh, and whisper, I, I hear noises outside. There's things outside. I don't know what it is. Keep quiet. Okay, guys, hear me out. <laughs> okay, guys, hear me out. What if... We were to lure whoever's outside down that hole and provide <laughs> knowledge of how to activate that trap to those people. And maybe they're going down there anyway. I could at the very least pull up my hood and do a little sneaky sneak, see if I see what I see. How about we all move to the side that has very little result that we've already emptied out. And then if they go down the other one, we can either trail them or wash our hands clean of it. Slash nods. Because if they go down the other one, it's like, ah, they don't know what they're doing. Kill them. 
Okay. How how far how far in is this um the first entrance to the mine? Like if we were to sidle our way through it, would there be anything to keep whoever's outside from noticing we were there? Entrance from the like mouth of the mine entrance to the back wall of the T intersection, there's no more than 15, 20 feet. Everything's like kind of 10 by 10 over there. So if something is right outside the mine, again, like you guys right now are in a position where you haven't really gotten to check what's out there. You just heard it kind of stopped in your tracks. Uh, if there's something standing directly outside and looking in, yeah, 100%, it would see you if you went from where you're at to the chief engineer's office. Okay. So hoping that they just go in the, the direction that we want them to is sort of off the table. I mean, I say it's you'd for sure get noticed. I mean, you'd, you'd, maybe you wouldn't. You definitely have an invisibility and cloaks and stuff but if yeah if you just walk by a hundred percent you're getting notice okay second hear me out (laughs) (laughs) if all of you hide like underneath the bedrolls and stuff or perhaps underneath just tauntaun the ogre that we've already opened up if i show up and bait whoever it is to follow me if I go all the way down to the trap room and get surrounded with a dart in that hole, and then you guys sort of like follow behind them once everyone's through, and then I then I fireball it. I'm a wizard now, by the way. We need we need a safe word if they're not a holes that deserve to be caught in a fireball trap. Though we are in the domains of death. Who is to say that they are not? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> or we could just go take a look. Or we could not deal with them at all and go down to the fireball trap room and just try to go fast and not deal with them. Let's see what they're doing. I'm. St- we need to see what these people are doing. So Fine. why don't why don't you do your Heidi thing? Uh, we'll tauntaun and I call top bunk in the ogre's uh, ribs, and uh, we'll hide until you come back for us, or we hear your very blood curdling screams. Slash will take an overturned minecart like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, there are. They'll still be able to smell you, Slash. (laughs) Is that the plan? That is 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 the plan. You're going out your check out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You put so much thought into it, yeah. It's just stupid enough to not work. So three of you are going to hide in minecart room? Where are you riding? the, The first room... And they're hiding in the lounge where lounge. you just got yes. the ogre dwarf yeah. combo dealt no. with. You're hiding in there. Lounge, right? You have the lounge, yeah. Yep. Yes. Just the easiest. It's like the break room. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. There's Bunch bodies everywhere. Inspirational quotes on the walls <laughs> and stuff. Oh, is it? Don't dig too close to the sun. I like that. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. So three of you are in there, and Tess is going to go check out what's at the entrance and hope yes. she's not going to be seen. I'm going to pull up the hood of my cloak of elven kind. Sure thing. Let's roll some stealth. All right. Uh, 23. 23 is nice. pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. You look out there, see all kinds of stuff. See all kinds of stuff. There's a few pretty thug looking like characters out there 
look pretty rough and tumble. They are in the middle of dragging the crates and the carts that were kind of just right outside of the entrance, a couple barrels out there, if you remember. Full of goblin ale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> goblin pee and yeah. Would it be goblin tea now? Because it's steeped in the... Sure. Sure, yeah. Oh, de goblin. They are dragging all that stuff off uh, quite a few feet away from the entrance and forming barricades with it be and kind of overseeing the operation are those two once black clad followers of Aslan Rex oh. uh, that lady and the the uh, the lady and the dude that you killed outside that came and chased you right after Merlin disappeared the ones you killed and their bodies got up and seemingly walked away they're back now and they have friends with them and the female is bent over performing some kind of something on the body of Rosebud the Ogre. Um, she seems to be uh, saying some magical words over that body, whispering. So there's all kinds of stuff going out there. Barricades are getting set up by a bunch of thugs who are being led by like, Aslan Rex's goons and seems like uh they're up to no good with that rosebud body okay all right they do look intent on i mean maybe they know something you don't but like it looks like they're setting up camp okay and are they setting up um these barricades like further out towards the woods or like towards the entrance of the thing are they staking us out are they like they're, they're okay they're 100% staking you out okay 100% and it's like 20 30 feet away from the entrance i mean plan fireball yeah do you think there's a different exit to this cave oh no i mean not that we've seen but i mean if there is an exit it's probably through that trapped room <clears throat> Well, the longer we wait, the more they have to deal with the bodies there, which might only increase their forces. I guess at this point, I will have scurried my way back to tell yeah, people. No yeah. Lenara is going to reach into the bag of holding and give you a potion of healing and you a potion of healing and go, let's not keep these in here anymore. Let the people know who you and you are. That would be uh, Tess and Lucia. Going in the order I pointed. I didn't want anybody to feel slighted. <laughs> it's okay. I already had my potion of superior bleeding. <laughs> well, I know you have more spell slots, and you should ideally, hopefully, have healing word. I will let you know my healing is um, very much... And then she just holds her hands out to where she can reach. So uh, if anybody wants a top-up, stay in that region. I'll do what I can to stay that close to you. I think everyone is super, super aware of the fact that you drank that potion of superior healing, but <laughs> yeah. hyper aware of that fact. Oh, yes. You know, if you sold everything you guys have, like magic weapons aside, magic weapons have really crazy prices, but if you sold like everything you've got, all the gold you've made, you still couldn't afford to buy one potion of superior healing. <laughs> yeah. <it's> yeah. Disgusting. <sighs> and he wasted on being a 
on taking one hit from a roper. Yep. Sad little boy. Still going toy, down. baby. Sorry, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's okay. It's not even a bear, Miles. Come on. All right. We'll forget about it someday, buddy. Not anytime soon. I get it. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot of thugs and multiple people. They're like they're digging in. If they all chased me down the mine and they all clustered up. Yeah, but the thing is, that room is hundreds of feet away from the entrance. And what's to say they don't just, you know, cave us in? Well, I mean, what's to say? Why wouldn't they just cave it in now? Why would they go to the issue? Why would they go to the uh, trouble of staking us out in the first place? Maybe they're doing the smart thing, setting up a forward camp before they go further. Or maybe there's something in here that they're after as well. That they're hoping we get for them and they take off our dead bodies. I think they want more of the souls than our dead bodies. Or just a, a nice little, hey, not a problem anymore. Look what we did. Well, regardless, we have to make a choice. Are we going to go with Tessa's idea and have her lure them in to the fireball room and take the fight? Where are we taking this fight? Because it sounds like we're taking this fight. I mean, the other option is we could hope that they just stay outside and hope that we find an exit somewhere else. Or we could just go and attack them right now. We fight them at the cave entrance, where it is a narrow passage and their numbers count for nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what it looks like they're planning on doing. Yeah. Well, well, it, well it, that was a very nice quote of what they were thinking, So, <laughs> If we start pot-shutting them from the cave entrance, heck, we can even bring up a beer, bear corpse to be our uh, bunker. <laughs> just imagining from their perspective, just like, my God, I think I see movement in the inside the mine. What's that? Uh, it seems to be a large bear just rolling <laughs> towards us. <laughs> it's all right. If they uh, raise uh, Rosebud from the dead, I'll attack her with advantage. Uh, oh, no, wait. I was a smartass to the DM, and I don't have inspiration. Now, double negative inspiration. All right. <laughs> double negative inspiration. Still well, not worth it. So what time frame are we looking at here? Because if they're doing god knows what to rosebud then she could already be done for all i know i'm just saying is that, do we want to do this now or do we want to wait and maybe while they're asleep and then maybe get the jump on them possibly no way they're gonna stay up all night i mean no way they're not going to have a watch we're already staying up all night and i believe they're in our um staying up time right now it is late like it's like nine o'clock yeah, the sun is more or less fully set, yeah. yeah did Very they, recently did, so, but yeah. Did they look super sleepy? Did they look super sleepy? <laughs> Go back. What kind of question that is. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Were they stifling yawns while while performing weird necromantic rituals above Rosebud? <laughs> Who's going to be the big spoon tonight, guys? I know we're doing necromancy, but, you know, who wants the bone? All right, well, we need to make a decision. Are we fighting them right now? Are we going and hoping we find an exit? Am I luring them into the fireball room? I think the last one's going to be super difficult and a lot of rolls that leave a lot for failure. I lean towards Ephem, and if we beat them, we can keep the other corpses this time and maybe get an answer or two. Yeah, the exposition that can come out of those corpses would be pretty spicy, I would think. If anything, we keep one corpse and one part of a corpse. So let's go and start a fight at the entrance of the cave then. 
start a fight at the entrance of the cave. I like it. I like it. What could possibly go wrong? Nip the problem in the bud. You might even get some answers out of one of these people. It's a smart choice, I think. Uh, so if you guys, it sounds like you guys are, are committing to dealing with this problem. So let me give everyone a, a few more details about what's going on on the map. You guys currently inside the mine, right? You're out of sight around the corner of that T intersection. You guys are like all lined up against the wall, like a SWAT team, essentially. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, outside the enemy that's furthest away from you is the female guard that you've already killed once. She's a hundred feet away. She's kneeled over the corpse of Rosebud doing her thing. Uh, 15 feet in front of her is that makeshift barricade full of minecarts and barrels. Uh, barricade large enough that's providing anyone behind it with three-quarter cover. Standing five feet in front of the barricade, even closer to you guys, is the male guard that you've already killed once. And a random thug from Martira Bay, they're busy dragging a minecart over to the barricade. And then finally, the enemies that are closest to you guys right now are these two street thugs from Martira Bay, you assume. They're dragging that barrel of uh, Tony Rigoletto's goblin-flavored dwarven ale towards the barricade as well. Oh, my mouth is watering. Get your mm. fingers off of that. <laughs> That's and, all we have left of him. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on out there. So you got, yeah, the two guards you've already killed once, plus at least three thugs that you can see out there. Uh, so you want to start a fight at the entrance of the cave. How how do we want to start a fight? Are we just battle cry? Here we go. Roll initiative. Yes. Yeah. We go introduce ourselves a second time. Um the the lady seems occupied right now. Like, would she be distracted enough that we could like bean her in the noggin with with one of Lustra's signature arrows? Hmm. Well, we mean, talk in surprise conditions that uh, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, I want it so bad. Just one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also wondering if Slash should uh, cast Silence on one of the spellcasters, uh, just like as ahead of time. Because we know, especially if one's doing that ritual over that Rosebud character, I feel like perchance interrupting it with silence might be, I don't know, helpful? Maybe wait till she gets up to us, then cast it, because she can easily just move out of the silence. Ah, true say. Hmm, this is What's the range of that, anyway? 120 feet. Oh. Well. If we bring them to us and we're inside this cave... She's not gonna, if we're behind a bunch of rock, she's not gonna be able to hit us. Yeah, true, so yeah. But then once she gets close up, if you hit silence, then we have two fighters that can just beat the crap out of people, and then I can cast spells through silence with subtle spell. So, mm, mm, yeah, look at this synergy, yeah, hidden synergy. All right, I like it. Um, uh, I still like the idea of the um, uh, Skyrim Stealth Archer over here, though. Skyrim Stealth Archer? Uh, yeah, maybe I'll just, you know, who, who am I going to target here, though? I mean, I, I would assume we want to break the concentration of whatever ritual she's doing over Rosebud, because I don't mm -hmm. think we want Rosebud 2.0. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so I will go and maybe all of you guys could, maybe, like, you have a short bow. Short bow's range 80. 
Okay. Uh, but I mean, I could just roll with disadvantage mm-hmm. to start the combat off right. Well, I'm just saying is that we're going to get a surprise, you know, attack as it were. Might as well. It's better to try than not at all, right? True. So. Trying for the surprise. Everything I've heard so far, hostile actions. Yes. 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 So, <laughs> it sounds like we're going for the old... Super, try to get the surprise condition. I know a lot of people got the surprise round, but not really. Surprise is a weird thing in D&D. Uh, basically like a condition that you're trying to give these guys. So we're going to start, if that's what you want to do, then we are going to start by first, everyone is going to roll a stealth check. Hood goes up. Okay, that's uh, an 11 from Lustra. That's an 11 from Slash. Oh, that's convenient. Freaking twins, man. <laughs> Did you get an 11? Oh, no, I got a 20. Oh, you beat me by one. Two 11s, a 19, and a 20, huh? Mm-hmm. And then from there, let's roll initiative. <laughs> okay, we roll okay. initiative next. While I check some passive perceptions from my, my thugs and my goons. They have disadvantage to see me, which means they have minus five on their passive perception for me specifically. For you? Yes. You rolled pretty high, though. Unfortunately, you're not the problem. <laughs> What? Their passive perception isn't 25? Slash, what did you get? What did you get for initiative? Oh, Slash got a 10. 10 from Slash. Tess? I got an 11. 11. Always one-upping me. Lenara, how'd yes. you do? I got a 17. Seven-upped him. Mmm, delicious. Lustra? Uh, I've got a homely little 8. A homely little 8 from Lustra. All right, that takes care of initiative. Our precision stealth sniper. Let me hit this music up and tell you how you did on your stealth checks here. Turns out that despite the fact some of you rolled low, two 11s, a 19, and a 20, all of you avoid being noticed by all three of my martyr base street thugs. Ooh. All of you are... Like mechanically, you're like now hidden from them. Well, they're they're going to be surprised. They have the surprise condition. They don't notice any of you, uh, which means that my three thugs, uh, when it gets to them in initiative, they don't get to take an action, which in turns mean no means no bonus action. They also don't get to take movement, and they can't even use reactions till they've they've finished their first turn of combat. So that's great news. My three thugs are going to have the surprise condition for the first round of this combat. Unfortunately, despite the fact that uh, the two of you did really well on stealth, the two 11s are noticed by my black-clad guards that you have already killed once. They don't have the surprise condition. Uh, But the good news is that I rolled really shitty on initiative. Hooray! Everybody. Uh, So this is going to be very, very interesting. Lenara, what did you roll on yourself again? 19. You're the 19, okay. You're also first in initiative. So what would you like to do? Keeping Keeping in mind that the three thugs haven't noticed you at all. They're surprised. And... My two black-clad guards, although they're not surprised, they're kind of looking towards the direction of the cave mouth, warning the thugs that somebody's coming. You still 
are like popping out. Your stealth check was high enough that basically you're considered hidden right now. So the first shot, if you choose to take a shot, like as soon as you turn the corner, if you take a shot, it's with advantage towards anybody on the battlefield right now. Anybody on the battlefield, you say? Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, dang. Shoot Rosebud's corpse. (laughs) I'm back, bitch. (laughs) Despite the fact that, yeah, they... Two of the guards are are smart to your plan. Yeah, you're still yeah. popping out of hidden because your stealth check was was good enough for that. Okay, let's not miss this opportunity. Son of a gun! All right, just end them all, uh, and then we'll be out of initiative, and then we'll move on. That's it. I'm yeah. gonna cast wish, and we'll be done this. There cool. We go. <laughs> I see no problems with this plan. I wish we were all drinking. What do you earn about over there? Trying to get through tests. No, all right. I'll leave the epic showdown for the ladies for afterwards, and she's gonna pull a John Woo kind of thing. She's going to basically jump from one side of the cave mouth to the other, uh, and fire off two chromatic orbs. Oh, you're just... Uh, oh, jeez, here we go. Oh, <laughs> right off the bat. Just oh, right off the bat. But, I uh, do have advantage. Fuck. That's it. Fuck. I'm going to go for Black Cloak Fella, and uh, let's do his uh, cart holding buddy there. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I didn't expect this at all. Let's do Thunder and Lightning. Thunder and Lightning. Twin <laughs> Chromatic Orb. Oh, boy. Doing Max Payne, jumping across the entrance of the cave. That's it. Pew, pew. Bullet time. We will hit the black-cloaked fella first, or attempt to. Okay. Come on. Oh, well, thanks, Advantage, because that's a one. Uh, but I think the other one misses him. Hey, he's a, not. he might not be wearing armor. With a 12. A 12 is just enough to <gasps> a smash into... This guy, all he had time to pick up was some cheap-ass leather armor. AC a lot lower on this dude second time around. Ha-ha, fuck oh. your slint mail! Well, that's good to know. Cut your armor if you want it, bitch. <laughs> so that's going to be 12 thunder damage. 12 points of thunder. And then for his buddy. Oh, that's a natural 20 right there, baby. Oh, oh, oh For that poor thug. bud. Now, it was just level one, so it's not going to hurt quite as much. Well, what's the point of even rolling, then? I know, right? Where, where's? I swear to God, this mouth of the cave is, is like your zone, dude. Like, you did this to Rosebud where you crit on a chromatic orb, and this now you crit again. Like The Bottleborns will have yeah, their revenge. Really. I've seen a lot of combat this cave entrance. They really have to, like, erect some kind of memorial here <laughs> for all the fallen soldiers. This is what, our fourth initiative in this area? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a dwarf skull, a tony skull, a bear skull. It'll be great. All right. It's great for prep. Some like, little... you just have to use one map. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a little lightning damage? Uh, me. No eights, but a seven, seven, a five, a six, and then a two and a three. That's a lot of numbers, buddy. That's a lot of numbers. Oh, now I have to math. There's 20. That's uh, 30 lightning damage. Oh, oh shit. Oh, Baby. Man. Man, oh, man. And so it was 12 against... The other guy? Yep. Oh, shit. If uh, 
if those two black-clad guards didn't fully understand what was going on a few moments ago, they do now. As uh, the two of them are trying to warn these three street thugs that, hey, someone's coming, the thug right next to that male black-clad guard doesn't even have a chance to, like, look up before uh, a chromatic orb slams him in the chest. Oh, hell yeah. He kind of falls to his knees. He manages to stand back up. He's not quite dead. But he is all kinds of fucked up. (laughs) All kinds of fucked up. He is so close to death. Oh, I'm just going to turn, press my back against the uh, other side of the stone wall and uh, just smile. (laughs) And I'll end my turn right there. He's the one that got, what, the lightning? He got lightning. Dirty lightning? Oh, man. It's probably like the smell of like a burnt steak smell in the air. That means that that's your round, right? That's my round. Oh. Lenarachu, use Thunderbolt. <laughs> it was very effective. <laughs> Tess, you're kind of in the same position. You are. You did so well on stealth that the second you pop around this corner, you've got advantage if you take a shot on anybody. The three thugs are surprised. What would you like to do? You're not Ooh. as much of a ranged fighter. No, I'm gonna. I should charge right up into the middle of all of them, and then get hit by uh, freaking inflict wounds, and it'll be great. Um, monk tank. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get to the monk tank in the mix. But I do have a short bow, and I feel like this choke point is probably our best bet for now, at least until we see what's going on. Um, the the female caster is she, like she's actively warning the thugs does it look like she stopped casting well, that's a good question she is uh bent over the body of rosebud and yeah kind of looking over in your direction but yeah still over there doing her thing it's probably the male guard who's more leading the charge of trying to get these thugs to notice what the fuck is going on he's the one screaming like hey there's someone coming Put down that barrel of piss. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's just Tony's natural musk. Um, okay, I don't want whatever the caster is doing to finish. Um, it is out of range right now, but she said she was about 100 feet away. She is exactly 100 feet away, like right from the corner of the T-intersection. Yeah, as soon as you reveal yourself... There's 100 feet. Okay, so I'm going to, like, sort of, like, smear myself against the wall to stay out of Lenara's John Woo way, and then just roll around the the corner, dash up 20 feet, like, pulling the, the short bow as I go, take a knee, and just at, move up exactly 20 feet, so I'm exactly at 80 range, and just with it at uh at max range towards this lady caster i'm like hey bitch remember me oh nice very nice all right come on that's 14 to hit wait 15 oh also enough okay pierces through her leather armor Everyone sporting leather on the battlefield. You can tell now that you're a little closer and getting a good look. They put together what they could. 
Seems like they replaced their weapons. Mailguard has long swords again. Okay. But yeah, couldn't uh, find nice armor in the few hours they had. Good. All right, yeah. Well, I mean, if they loot our bodies, they'll find some very nice splint mail that's fitted perfectly. Uh, <laughs> but not right now, because right now, she is taking 10 piercing damage. Hey, oh, max wow. damage. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to roll this d20. For no reason. Uh, very nice. She takes an arrow to the shoulder, and you disrupt whatever, like it breaks, whatever she was up to. Uh, yes, yes, over yes, Rosebud's yes, yes. body. She stops paying attention to that. Her head whips towards you guys, and she too joins her buddy in yelling at these street thugs to, No, seriously, put down the barrel of piss. <laughs> There's people attacking us. Listen, I know when we scoped out the, the flop house, there were buckets of piss everywhere, but I don't think that's part of their strategy. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> Unrelated bucket of piss. Piss bucket bandits. Here we are. Ew. No. No, that's not going to be... Anyway. Uh, yeah, I sort of, like, hold my bow loose, make eye contact with her, and, like, pat my back and say, missing something? And then I'm going to zip back around the corner behind behind the cave wall. Oh, nice. Making reference to that time you ripped the tattoo off or, like, sawed it off with the bone saw. Hell yeah, I am. And if there was any question, now they recognize you fully that you're uh, emerging from the cave. You're like, it's them! <laughs> I'm going to get my confidence out now so I can be sad later. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Slash... You were one of the Elevens. I was, yes. Uh, so my two black-clad guards are very uh, aware of what's going on. They're not surprised. But the three thugs are all still under the surprise condition. They really didn't get good help, did they? No, no, they really didn't. They got what they could in the time they had. So if you attack a thug, you've got advantage but it's just a straight d20 if uh, you attack one of the black-clad guards. But yes, my thugs exactly. still have no clue what's going on, and you <laughs> yeah. are hidden as far as they're concerned. Um, first things first, uh, Slash, knowing he's not exactly a ranged character, is going to turn to Lustra, uh, clap him on the shoulder. Lustra, this is absolutely your range. I believe in you. And he's going to give you a bardic inspo. Very nice, Hell very yeah. nice. And then I think the only person that is in range of anything Slash-related uh, would be the closest guard uh, under the surprise condition. Unfortunately, he wouldn't really get a chance to take advantage of it because the only thing I really have is a saber suck cantrip. Yay! Um, but you want to know what? It's better than nothing. So Slash is going to just sort of peek out, target the closest guard to him, uh, and just call out... And say, what, what would Slash say here? Some kind of scathing insult, unfortunately. I'm not Hey, Bear Grylls, why don't you check into a hotel? Drop that jar of piss. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Something to that effect. Jeez. <laughs> I like that. Sorry, sorry, I'm full of vinegar tonight. <laughs> you, you, you mocked him viciously. <laughs> there you go. You mocked him viciously for me. Thank you. So, yeah, Slash will say that and go ahead with a vicious mockery, which in this case it is a wisdom saving throw, DC 14 on that closest guard. On the closest one, 
DC 14 whiz. Come on. Come on. Seven. Hey. Yeah. So he's going to go ahead and take two psychic damage. Boom. And he has a disadvantage on his next attack roll until the end of his next turn. Ooh. Until the end of his next turn. Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to make a big difference because he's surprised. But right. every little bit of damage helps. Yep, yep. And uh, Slash is going to step aside and let uh, Lustra get a more advantageous position closer to the uh, mouth of the cave. I'm just going to look in awe at our two casters, each dealing equal amounts of damage in this surprise round. (laughs) (laughs) That, then, is going to bring it to that poor thug who just got smashed by Chromatic Orb. He's, like, looking down at his singed clothes... All his hairs doing like that thing, like in the cartoons, oh. like standing up on end, all singed and burned. Hell yeah! Uh, and yet he has no idea what's going on. I was like, what the hell? Didn't know there was clouds up above. There was just a storm coming. And everyone else rolled so shitty on initiative. So that brings it next to Lustra Vinari. I feel like this is your sweet spot, buddy. This is situation is screaming ranger mm-hmm mm-hmm so i turned the corner a precision sniper are they hot or not oh, oh no! yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. just the Ooh. whole background turns pink with those little hearts and bubbles and he's oh, like oh my man, god this would be this would really ruin this perfect opportunity. <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh geez, let's see what happens. Come on. Uh-oh. That was a th- Oh oh geez, okay, that's a nine. Okay, so that's ninety-four. Okay. Oh. Uh, the, the nine look on these metal dice, it looks like double zero, and I thought I got a four, but no, oh. it's a ninety-four. Well oh. I'm glad you you <laughs> mentioned that though. Uh <laughs> Because it reminds me of something else. Oh no! Uh, yeah, as we're uh, going probably for a for a shot with a bow here. I'd I would imagine whatever weapon it is that you're uh, lifting up and preparing to enter combat with. You kind of notice Lustra that the weapon feels like it feels like a little heavier in your hand after waking up from that long rest. As a matter of fact, like, your whole body kind of feels sluggish, almost like you haven't had your morning coffee yet, you know? Mm-hmm. You haven't been awake long, so up to this point, I like, think maybe Lucifer blamed that feeling uh, on sleeping in a, in a rocky, damp cave. But what's Lucifer's strength score? Uh, 14. It's 13 now. What? What? Okay... I don't like that at all. What would you like to do? What? <gasps> it's the sword. Drain in strength, probably. Oh, I knew they were cursed! <laughs> I knew it! Well, I mean, I gotta get through the fight. You know, that's kind of thing number one. So I'm gonna go and take my shot at the uh, black-clad knight that's... Uh, that got hit by the thunder damage earlier. It's a, a wise decision. Try to finish one off. Take him off the mm-hmm. battlefield. Yep. 
really could use a cup of coffee, but... Yeah, I could, but... We can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how bad could it be? Uh, <laughs> and there's no advantage to this, correct? Uh, you were one of the, the 11s. 11s. Uh, you do have advantage if you're f- firing right from the corner. You have advantage on the thugs because on you the thugs. passed there. Yeah, they have no idea what the fuck's going on. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to... I don't like the fact that I lost the strength. So, yeah, I'm going to actually target the closest thug, actually, just for the advantage. Um, and you know what? I'm going to... Do I have the movement for it? Because if I do, I do want to make this sharpshooter and add my force damage. If you go around the corner, then will he lose the advantage? No. No? No, I'm just I'm just gonna turn I'm just gonna turn the corner and I'm declaring sharpshooter and I'm going to hit the closest guard. That the the thugs or yeah the, the thugs okay. the thugs closest thug right around the corner. That's gonna be advantage then. How we do? How we do? Come on, that's thirteen to hit. Thirteen is a hit. Hey! Yeah. Unfortunately, though, since it's further than 30 feet away, there's no fancy force damage on this, but it is still sharpshooter. It's still plus 12 damage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so that's going to be 18 piercing damage. Oh, shit. Hell oh. yeah. It's not even charged up. It's not even your final form, Lustra. Nope. <laughs> that's uh, a nice shot. And then I will back away from the corner and so that I still have full cover and end my turn and just kind of like, man, I am sluggish today. Jeez, I'm so sluggish. I only hit for 18. Ugh. Life is hard. <laughs> no, just kind of like, you know, lift my bow up and I'm like, am, am I okay? Like, <laughs> And uh, yeah, finish my turn. Mm-mm-mm. I knew it. Oh man, this sucks. <laughs> Although it's probably not me calling it if I say literally every magic item we get is cursed. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> point. You do question every single one. Maybe that's not what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that then is going to bring it to all my other people who all rolled really, really bad in initiative. So that worked out in your favor. The next to go is uh, the black-clad guard with the long swords. He keeps yelling at these thugs, snap out of it. And he is going to charge forward, let's see, 10, 20, 30, dash action, 10, 20, 30. He's going to come all the way up right to the mouth of the cave, yelling at the thugs to follow him. The thugs are going to... Let's see, the only two I have left are the ones carrying the barrel. <laughs> they are Priorities, still, <laughs> They're still super confused. They look over to their buddy that's been hit by a chromatic orb. Like, oh no, Steve! And then one of them looks down. It's like, I got shot. <laughs> <laughs> what and was I that? I have low self-esteem. What's going on here? Gets hit by an arrow. What was that noise? <laughs> Must have been the wind. <laughs> uh, and my female guard. Let's see, hundred feet away. Everyone kind of slid back behind the uh, full cover of the cave, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, looks like it on the map. Special Good tactics. job. Good job. 
She then is going to essentially do the same thing. She's going to hide behind the barricade and crouch down and wait for someone to pop out. So ultimately, I think that's a pretty successful little surprise bonus for you guys. We got some some damage done. I didn't shoot myself in the face. Yeah, yeah. No fumbles yet. Yeah. Everything's going pretty good so far, and it brings us to the top of the turn order. Brings us right back to Lenara. At this point, Lenara, you can tell the thugs know what's going on, uh, but a few of them have been pretty damaged already. Uh, the dude with the long swords has come all the way up to the entrance of the cave. He's closed the gap and is now only about 20 feet away from most of you. So what is the plan now, Lenara? Starting to see his silhouette uh, from the moonlight and shadow uh, from the outside of the cave. She's like, all right, good. They're moving in. She's going to back 30 feet into the back into the cave and um, angle herself so she can see out the front. Okay. But nobody can see her. Mm Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she can see that guy, she's going to line up a ray of frost, try and slow him down. So if he comes into your field of vision, you're going to fire off a shot. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm certainly okay with that. Anything else from Lenara? Uh, no. She's good right there right now. That is it from Lenara. Tess, what does Tess's round two turn look like? Well, uh, she sees Linara sort of falling back. She's like, hmm, that's not really my style. I can't wait to not know anything that's going on outside. And another time, I, I, I whip around the corner uh, with my bow held out and see this, uh, see this two-sword guy and just be like, oh, not you again, and just try to get him between the eyes. He's the one you cut the tattoo off, I think, wasn't it? I can't remember which one you did it to. Either way, they both recognize you, so he sees you pop out, and he's like, You! You bitch! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the goal was both at the time. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, Tony just superseded all. Sees you and kind of, like, you know, rubs the back of his shoulder, where you filleted him. (laughs) Well... Let's see if we can uh, give you something back after what I took. Shoot him in the eyeballs for nine to hit. Great. That is not enough. He takes both long swords and does that thing where he makes an X and like somehow deflects the the shot. That's exactly what he did the first time we fought. Oh, is <laughs> it was my bone saw instead. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's his. That's what he does. That's, that's what, what this that's dude his does. Ship style. <laughs> That's just like, whoa, did I just go back in time? No, all right, shit. Um, And she's going to pop back around the corner, uh, get out her bone saw in anticipation of him, like, charging up and just be like, sword guy is coming. I don't see the, I don't see his, uh, his companion. And I'll end my turn there. All right, that's going to bring it right back to... Slash! Oh, you guys are all doing this thing where you're you're darting in and darting out. 
Smart move, really. Can't blame you one bit. What's Slash doing, though? Alrighty. Um, how many squares of movement is it to the mouth cave, if somebody wants to measure that real quick? Like, from where I'm at. I think it's, what, 5, 10, 15? 20. 20 feet. Okay. And then it would be 20 feet to the creature. I can't do my my poison spray without staying out there. Um, in which case, I'm just going to go to the corner, uh, look around, and make eye contact with with a uh, two-sorty guy, and explain to him uh, mockingly. <laughs> <laughs> she's not a bitch. She's trying, which is certainly more than you're doing. Just very what? pompous. <laughs> very pompous, very matter-of-fact. Do uh, I have to make a wisdom save now? <laughs> <laughs> um, and a vicious mockery on, on this guy. Wisdom saving throw 14. She's trying? Trying to be a bitch? Well, I don't even know. Slash's insults. <laughs> they, they cut deep sometimes. <laughs> yeah, not to the people they're intending. Right. I'm not even sure who we're insulting. Yeah. Must know be like some mean, sort though. of cultural dissonance or something. Like, what do you on T do? <laughs> I got a 12 on the save. Hey, so he's going to go ahead and take three psychic damage and have disadvantage on his next attack until the end of his next turn. Um, And then Slash is going to dart back and sort of, you know, look very proud of himself in Tess's direction. (laughs) Tess is just, like, squinting at him, trying to understand if he was, like, sincere about that, if he actually believes that what he just said made sense. (laughs) She's like, are you just trying to confuse him? You know what? We'll just we'll we'll unpack that later. <laughs> um, and that's gonna be it for Slash. That's gonna bring it then to that one thug that's been slammed by a chromatic orb, still on his feet. He is gonna use his movement uh, to whip out a crossbow and kind of hobble his way to the other side of the barricade. He's in rough shape uh, and not charging in, so he's going to go get a little bit of cover and also ready a crossbow shot. Lustra, it's right back to you. Right back to Lustra Venari. Alright, so knowing knowing that there's someone right there that Salash just mocked, I'm going to prepare an arrow. I'm going to charge up that good old force damage. I'm going to get to the mouth of the cave. He's right there. Only leather armor. I'm declaring sharpshooter. Come on. And I'm going to go and take a shot on him. Come on. Come on. Please. Uh, I have bardic inspo. You sure do. That's a d6. Correct. So 12. 12? 12 to hit the dude with the long swords. Yeah. That is a hit, I think. Yep, that's it. Bardic Inspo coming in clutch. This is your range. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled rolled piss poor on damage. Uh, That's going to be 5 add 12, so 17 damage. (laughs) Force damage. (laughs) Whoa. Hell yeah. And then I'm going to move over to the same side as Lenara. With the rest of my movement. Okay. Cross over to the other side, which is going to trigger a few attacks. couple readied things coming at you, Lustra. Okay. The people behind the barricade let off some shots. You'll be fine. 
the spellcaster is going to throw an Eldritch Blast at you. Mm. Eldritch Blast. I'm, only, I'm the only one allowed to have force damage. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's right. Do it all anime style. It's just you and her in a force damage duel. <laughs> is this DBZ? What? <laughs> yes. Dragonborn Z. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Does a 15 hit Lustra? That is a miss. Oh, Heck yeah. man, a blast of energy slams into the roof of the mouth of the cave. A couple rocks fall, and a big old crossbow bolt is not far behind it. I guess that means a 12's not going to hit either. Oh, so look at me go. A bolt. Yeah, you kind of run across the, the cave mouth entrance, and a uh, bunch of shots get fired. Bounce off the stones. You're fine. It's like You're a scuttly fine. little lizard in the <laughs> shed, just like trying to. No, okay. That was it for Looster, though. Make your way over there and call it a turn. Correct. Oh uh, boy, that's gonna bring it to my two. Thought well, it brings it to everybody else. <laughs> everybody else, actually. Uh, so let's see. Let's see. It looks like Longsword Guy has committed. So I believe the spellcaster is going to come out of hiding and start making her way down as well. Or else she's going to be way too far behind. Going to use her action to start concentrating on uh, holding another one of those blasts instead of in case one of you guys jumps through that opening again. My thugs finally realize what's going on and are going to join Longsword Dude at the entrance. Let's see, 10, 20. Should they dash? Uh, uh, seems like a horrible idea. <laughs> uh, if they don't, though, actually, I think Longsword is going to yell at them. He's like, dash, damn it. <laughs> dash. We hired you. Your group is called the Dashing Swordsman. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be faster. Uh, yeah, they're going to dash forward and make their way a little further in. And he, the double longsword dude, is going to lead the charge. 10, 20, and I think that'll trigger Lenara. So, Lenara, you can do your... your what are you doing? Uh, Ray Frost. Cool. Oof. Ugh. Maybe? Eight. Oh, eight. Unfortunately, is a miss, so he's going to use his last few feet of movement to close the gap with uh, Tess and Slash, who are on that side. Tess, here comes some longsword attacks. First one with disadvantage, because he is oh, confused good. about yep. that insult. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Good call. Good call. Disadvantage on the first one. <laughs> oh man, I'm so sorry. What? I'm so sorry. With disadvantage, I get a 24. What Jesus. the holy fuck? Yeah, you just avoided a crit, though. You know, oh, it's something. You, you know avoided what? a crit. To go back to Slash's insult, at least, you know, she's trying. <laughs> <laughs> what am I trying? <laughs> Absolutely avoided a crit. That's a very good thing. 12 points oh. of a slashing damage from He's that longsword. Hefty. And he is going to follow that right up with a 9 to hit, which is a miss. So the second swing 
Uh, the follow-through swing is a big ol' miss. Maybe he's too busy trying to herd these thugs <laughs> into the cave with him. Let's see. Thugs took their movement. That's everybody, I think. I think that's everyone. The gap has been closed. There's damage coming from both sides. Got ourselves a a proper little melee at the entrance now. And I think we're going to wrap this whole thing up next week. Wrap it up next week. That sure is a very nice snake bakey cluster. Yep. (laughs) A what? Oh, I'm just burning hands. I'm calling it a snake bake now. Okay. Oh my god. It's not a good name. (laughs) It's okay, Slash's insults aren't good either, so... (laughs) 